Hello, I'm Diana Green, the Bard of Hudson, and welcome to season two. More stories, more connections, more adventures. Happily divorced and parenting two amazing humans, I set out to discover why this life is worth living and what the heck I was meant to do with the time that was given to me. My hope is to remind you, inspire you, and connect with you here and in person. And to that end, please, please share, rate, and review wherever you're listening to the podcast and join my Patreon. You can find me at patreon.com slash dianathebard. In the end, human connection is all we have. Enjoy. Hello, good morning. So happy to be here with you guys today. I recorded a bunch of episodes in a row before I went to Gloucester, so I haven't been recording since then, and so it's great to be back. Yay! I'm so happy to see you. My trip to Gloucester was so much fun. We actually got to walk on a beach, you know, winter beach walking. I love winter beach walking. It's quite a different thing, you know, all bundled up and shivering against the wind, the sand crunching under your footsteps because it's so much harder, and the snow in the imprints of footsteps. It was just beautiful. And we drove around a lot. We went sightseeing. We saw the town of Salem, which I had never seen. Whoa, sorry for the real-time pause. Big pause here because there's a giant brown bird that I've never seen in this yard with a very long brown tail and it's pecking in the dirt. Oh my goodness. I love watching the birds here. It's so great. I see new ones that I've never seen all the time. Sorry. Cool. Cool real-time moment there. <laughs> anyway, Gloucester was a treat and it was so nice to just be away for a little while and be with Erin and her partner Lau. And I discovered a great new podcast, by the way, because Lau was interviewed for this podcast, so I'm going to turn you on to it. It's called What Went Wrong, and it's a podcast about movies and all of the things that went wrong on the set or with the script or if somebody died on set and crazy things. It's a lot of fun. It's hosted by my daughter's friend Lizzie and uh, her partners, and I really enjoyed it. I listened to it on my way home. So What Went Wrong, check that one out too. And I also wanted to say happy Hanukkah to those who, of you who are celebrating today and for the next few days in this beautiful season of light. May your candles shine bright and may you be surrounded by your beautiful, lovely family as well. For the next few episodes, I'm going to be doing a rework of some of the holiday musings that I had last year. My tech was so primitive in comparison with what I know now, so... I think that will be a nice thing for people who are new listeners and feel daunted by going all the way back to the beginning, though you can go back now and again just to hear more about a certain person or a certain event, and I'll alert you to those opportunities. But for those of you who've been listening all along, I'll also include some present-day musings, like I just told you about my trip to Gloucester, and some updates in the episode, so I hope you enjoy that as well. May the blessing of this season of light and love shine on all of you. Thank you. So here is episode 79, reworked to tell you about a tradition that I loved so much from my childhood, the Christmas caroling parties of Sneedon's Landing. I can't believe that Christmas is only one week away, 
The year has gone so quickly and yet not so quickly, right? Uh, So much has happened and so much has changed in this year. I was so blessed to have this incredible adventure. And, you know, at this turning of the year, I'm sitting and wondering what's going to happen next. But in the meantime, I am enjoying some of the Christmas traditions that my family likes to share. They're also a little bit different because my family is changing. But here is a memory of one of the things that I love to do. Sneedon's Landing in Christmas time when I was a child was a beautiful, magical place. Sneedon's Landing is already an interesting place. The lower part of it is actually the landing because that was where there was a ferry landing that came over from the other side of the river, the Westchester side, and that's why it was called Sneedon's Landing. It was because of a ferry boat. But the whole neighborhood that grew up around it, coming up the hill and stopping at Route 9W, ended up becoming called Sneedon's Landing, even though that wasn't quite true of all the rest of the properties. But the upper part of the neighborhood centers on this adorable little white church, the Palisades Presbyterian Church. It was a gathering place and a hub of activity for us as kids in various ways. I went to confirmation classes there as a young child, and I ended up being confirmed as Presbyterian after having been baptized as a Greek Orthodox. So that was another step in my strange, meandering path of religious adventures. And there's more about that. In some older episodes, I was converted to Judaism, so I'm celebrating Hanukkah also, so there's a lot of things going on. In any case, we went to church at the Palisades Presbyterian Church when we were young, especially on holidays, but we also went for some other things as well, baptisms and whatnot. On holidays, there was, of course, special events like the Christmas pageant. I don't know if we took part in that as children. I don't have memories of that, but maybe we did. I don't really remember, but I do remember my own kids taking part in it, and it was so cute and very funny. You know, there are all these little kids dressed up in these sweet little rustic costumes to be shepherds and kings and whatnot. These costumes have been kept in boxes for decades and decades, so they show a little wear, and now and again I've been commissioned to remake some things. There are angel wings, for instance, that have been saved for so long that were made out of wire hangers and white cotton that was stretched over them and painted gold, and they've been smushed into a box so many times that they're really starting to show their age. You have to pull them out and kind of reshape them every time you want to use them. So when my kids were very little, I would help with the pageant, and I'd be one of those moms who was outfitting all of the kids backstage at the church, and they'd come out in their cute little groups. One year, my daughter played the donkey. She was singing, I am the donkey, shaggy and brown. I carried his mother to Bethlehem town. So cute. I don't even know where these songs come from, but each of the creatures have a song. And I remember Noah, my stepbrother, was Isaiah one year, and he gave this dramatic, exciting performance of Isaiah. And everyone left the church remarking about what an incredible actor he was going to be. (laughs) I guess, you know, selling stock for a hedge fund demands a high level of acting too, yes. But we had other traditions in the neighborhood as a community. 
When I was a kid, this community was really cohesive in that way. People did many things together. And one of the wonderful things they did together was a Christmas caroling party. Every year, there was an annual party that was hosted by this family called the Normans, who lived in one of the most spectacular houses in Sneedens. It was a huge three-story Victorian mansion that overlooked the Hudson and was surrounded by beautiful parklands with incredible trees. It was really like an English country house. There was a swimming pool that was surrounded by a colonnade and such, but they were not pretentious people in that way. They were not exclusionary. They were just part of the community, and their house was very open to people and People would come for all sorts of occasions in community meetings. I played with their kids, and I always felt welcome there. Their pool was made available to everyone. They would just say, yeah, sure, come swim anytime. And we, as kids, literally took them up on that because we could walk through the backyards and get there in two seconds. So we were like, yeah, let's go for a swim. <laughs> yeah. But in the winter, they would host a Christmas party for the entire neighborhood. Everyone was invited without exception. It was wonderful. And it was a huge party. There were tons of little kids running around having candy and cookies and screaming and completely unruly because they had too much sugar, you know. And the house was decorated so beautifully and the adults were all dressed up in their finery and they looked so glorious. There was hot buttered rum and cookies of all sorts. Everyone baked and everyone cooked and brought things. And people were socializing all around the house for the first hour and a half or so. And then, at some point, there was an announcement. My friends, it's time for Christmas caroling. And then there was a big hubbub as everyone organized themselves into whatever role they were going to play in that part of the evening. Some of the people were going to be singing. And the kids loved to do that because they loved walking around from house to house. But then there was this mass exodus as well, because half of the neighborhood ran home to their houses, so they would be there to receive the carolers. It was absolutely charming. So the carolers would hang back for a bit while everyone else shuffled off to their homes. And it was a great device for ending a party, because everyone left at the same time. So the people who were going to be listening arrived at their homes, and we'd give them a little bit of time. We'd all bundle up for the Christmas caroling, and then we'd take off. And the group was sometimes as big as even 60 or 70 people. There would be sheet music that was handed out, and then someone was responsible for collecting it at the end so that we would have it again for the next year. And the people who didn't know the carols would read along or sing along to the best of their ability, but it didn't really matter. But sometimes I remember standing next to some people who had unexpectedly fantastic voices like a basso profundo that knocked your socks off or some full-throated soprano who could really hit those high notes. They were just wonderful to hear. I delighted in learning those carols too. Each year I would learn more and more of them and we would sing outside of people's houses and we always ended with, we wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And I remember people's faces being downcast at the door when that song began because they were like, no, 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 don't finish, don't leave. <laughs> but we'd have to be on to the next house and then on to the next house. 
And we walked all over the neighborhood singing. And it was a long, long event. I think the party must have started probably at three or four or something like that because, you know, it was already dark, right? And at the end of the evening, we would start our walk down this one long flat road called Woods Road that went off into the woods, obviously, Woods Road. And almost at the end of it was this little cottage. It was like a hobbit house that belonged to my piano teacher, who I think I've told you about before, named Mr. Powell. He was a fantastic pianist. He also directed the choir for the church services in a nearby town called Tapan, and many of his students were conscripted to sing in that choir, so it was quite a full and rich-sounding group. And when the carolers arrived at Mr. Powell's house, he would insist that we all shuffle into his living room. He's like, oh, you're cold. Come, come in, come in. And we all packed in there. It was a tiny house, but it was quite a big, lovely living room. The room just ended up being full to the rafters of human beings. And he would play and he would play. He had a grand piano in there. And he would play all the carols that he knew, you know, and you had to sing along. It was marvelous because it was just all contained in the same room. So the acoustics were fantastic. The blends of the four-part harmony just sounding so amazing. And he would insist on the next one and the next one. Oh, but you can't leave until we do away in the manger. Or, oh, how about three, we three kings? And we'd have to sing all the verses, you know. And then his wife would come out with some treats. How about some cookies? And we had already had so many cookies at the other party. But of course, you know, what's one more cookie at Christmas time? And finally, we would sing Silent Night. And that would be the last song of the evening in its entirety because that one was his favorite. And then we would break away and everyone would drift off in groups towards their own house with flashlights and rosy cheeks and wishing everybody a Merry Christmas. It was just such a lovely tradition. And that kind of generosity in terms of hosting is really rare now. It continued for a while at the Norman's house and then... At some point, they were unable to host it anymore. The wife, the mom, she died of cancer. And, you know, there was a time when they just didn't want to do it anymore. And another home took over for them later on. I was an adult by that point, And that tradition continued for a little while. It was such a warm memory for so many people that they just tried to keep it up. But eventually it died out after a while because the neighborhood changed. That happens, you know, but it still lives on as one of the most delightful things that happened when I was a child. So thank you so much for joining me in this memory, and I hope that in the next week or so you are building beautiful holiday memories together with your loved ones as well. Many, many blessings to you, and I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Please reach out with your thoughts and your comments. You can find me on Instagram at Diana the Bard or Facebook at Diana Green or on my website, bardofhudson.com, where you can listen to the podcast directly from there or leave comments. I would love to hear from you. And please check out my Patreon page for photos and videos and extra goodies that I don't share anywhere else. And wherever you're listening, please subscribe, share, rate, and review. It makes a huge difference and it helps other people to find the show. I'd really appreciate it. Thanks so much. Bye.